This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. where we turn our broken hallelujah into melody lines of impact and I'm your host Lady Gago. Today we are going to experience the Swanandan journey, the journey through the Garden of Notes with the Raman family all the way from Rochester, Michigan. We are actually in the home of the Raman family today so I'm excited to invite you to listen to this beautiful Indian classical music. But before we do that, we are going to listen to a bhajan, which is an invocation piece. Enjoy. Oh, 
the bajan. Like I said, we have the Raman family here. Welcome, first of all, Raman family, to The Candid Life. Thank you. So we're just going to go around and introduce who we have in the family today, starting with Papa. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I get to go first. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Please, tell us your name. Uh, thank you. My name is uh, Venkat Mandayam, or, uh, you know, people would uh, like to call me Vinny Mandayam. Hi, my name is Zubin Raman, and I am nine years old, and I've been practicing music for about two years. And I am Amri, the mom. I am uh, from India, and I grew up listening to a lot of the film music and some exposure to South Indian classical music. And as I grew up, I started uh, enjoying more and more of the classical music. And uh, right now, learning Hindustani classical music. Um, hi, my name is uh, Lamha. I am 13 years old. I've been learning uh, Hindustani classical music since about three or four. And the journey has been really fun, very collaborative with my family and my teachers. That's great. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Raman family. It's so good to be here. Listen, family, I want to tell you, we just had some biryani. Really, really good food. I feel the love when I walk through the door. I actually felt the love. <laughs> and I hope you guys feel the love as well as we continue to learn a bit more about the family and learn more about the music that they are going to be sharing with us today on the podcast. But we started out with a bhajan and uh, Lamha, please tell us why did we start with a bhajan? Well, a bhajan is a prayer song that it's, it's sung before any celebratory event for any festival. It's, a, it's an introduction song to mm -hmm. the event. I recently sang this specific song at an event celebrating Navratri. Uh, Navratri is a festival that celebrates the triumph over evil, good over evil, yeah. Okay, so basically, as we are listening to these songs, are there particular words in there that really resonate with any of you at all? I mean, it's a celebrated song before any event, right. but are there lyrics that, you know, maybe speak to you or are we just, invoking on one of the Hindu gods. So what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the start of the song um, is, it starts with Adi Pujita, Pada Pankaja means Adi Pujita is, Adi is the first. So we are praying you, oh, the first one. And Pada Pankaja, so we are bowing to your feet mm -hmm. and we are offering our prayers. That is the significance of the song. Mm -hmm. And then we are seeking blessings from the God so the event goes mm. all okay so this would be a normal thing that you would do in any event at all you'd always start with some kind of bhajan yes. that's correct wonderful well that's our introduction so that was our first song tell us a little bit about yourselves i mean you are here you're from india give us a little bit about where in india you're from and what important part music played to your family growing up I am from South India mm -hmm. and I grew up with my grandmother who is probably double major in uh, classical music and I learned some of my very beginning holding a note or whatever have you, very very beginning learnings were from her and my dad was an avid fan of um, Bollywood music 
And every night when he went to bed, he would always sing to himself. <laughs> and I grew up listening to a lot of music. My mom used to sing. So I grew up in a very musical family, whether it was classical music or film music. And that's how I was inspired to sing because there's always songs going on. Yeah. And the radio would go on all the time with a lot of music. So I grew up knowing a lot of songs, the lyrics of the songs, and just being in the environment where music was celebrated. Mm-hmm. What about you, Vinny? What was your experience in your family? Yeah, I'm also from um, South India, um, from a um, state um, called Andhra Pradesh. And Karnataka, Andhra Pradesh, these are adjacent states that uh, share the same style of Indian music. So um, while uh, I also grew up in a family of musicians, Amri's and my experiences are completely different. She grew up listening to Bollywood music, which is the pop music, but I grew up listening to very traditional uh, South Indian classical music called Carnatic classical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was taught by my grandmother, uh, Janaki Mandayam, but growing up, I got introduced to many other musics, including pop music from India, jazz. I love jazz. So I uh, started enjoying everything. While I grew up uh, learning Carnatic classical, today I sing Bollywood. I sing pop songs. I really enjoy jazz. I love listening to Lamha playing her ukulele, the guitar, piano. So uh, it's been wonderful. Dave Cause and Brian Kalbergson are his favorite uh, oh, yeah. smooth jazz any, stars. Any smooth jazz musician. It's so hard to picture you listening to smooth jazz, but hey. So, <laughs> and we, why should it be? Should we it always really? went to the Southfield Pavilion to listen to really? 98.7 oh, um, shows. We, we've been to almost every one of them when right. they were uh, using that channel. At a time, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's great. I mean, music just really transcends culture, you know, at the end of the day. So, Lamha, you are surrounded, well, you actually were born into music. And so, how have your parents influenced you? Because you sing classical now. Classical music is a way to connect to roots. Other music is wonderful. I really enjoy pop music, specifically K-pop music, uh, Korean pop. But... Classical music is really a way to find the tradition in music uh, towards my culture. And I've had a couple teachers in the past who have given me exposure to the happy side of music, like a good introduction to music and the theory side of music. Now I have a wonderful teacher, Brijeshwar uh, Mukherjee. He is a very renowned singer in India, and he's a wonderful teacher. My parents both gave me the opportunity to be a student from him. My mom took a few workshops with him and finally asked me to take lessons from him, and that has been very helpful and very wonderful Mm -hmm. learning. I love what you said there about the classical music is connecting you to your roots. Yes. Because, I mean, you, you don't go to India all the time. I mean, no. you visit, but ha- being able to have the opportunity of learning the music that really has been the foundation of your parents is truly a blessing. And I'm glad that your parents are providing you that opportunity. It's you and your brother, the of opportunity course, yeah. of learning the classical music. It makes me feel a little guilty because my <laughs> mom... <laughs> 
if she was here, she's like, you see, I told you, you know, <laughs> my mom's always going on about the importance of learning your language. And she's constantly asking, are the girls learning the language? And I feel really guilty about it. Because when I met my husband, we started speaking English and it continued in English. And yeah. so, you know, it takes a minute to kind of go back to that. But hearing you talk about your parents really helping you to connect with your roots by using music as a, a foundational piece, I think is amazing. Really so we're going to go ahead and what is your second choice of music? Our second choice is a song called Me Vari Vari. It is a bandish. A bandish is a song composed of normally two stanzas. Uh, this particular song is in a rag called Yaman. A rag is a scale and with flat notes or sharp notes and things like that. Uh, this, this song is about a woman who is welcoming her husband home from war. And she's saying, when are you coming home? And I will decorate the house with flowers. And she's really singing about how she will welcome home uh, her husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go ahead and listen to this song. Introduce it again for us. The song is called Me Vari Vari in Rag Yaman. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Sunny Palma, that ain't in a Palma, it's a need of 
That was quite a powerful piece. I mean, the music definitely does draw you in. But I'm wondering though, Amri, is this a kind of welcome you have for your husband when he comes home from work? <laughs> He's creating all the flowers. Folks, you need to see what Vinny's doing right now. This is crazy right here. He's doing a little dance, but we're not gonna expose him. We're not gonna expose him. So tell me, Amri, do you decorate the house with the flowers? I mean, how do you welcome your husband home? Every day. <laughs> Waiting at the door when I come home from work. Amri, you need to tell us here. I mean, here we are listening to this beautiful love song. Oh, by the way, I need to say, Amri was hitting <laughs> on Vinny. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I could hold it in. I just couldn't do it. She was sending him these cute little notes from fourth grade, and he was only in third grade. And by the way, she was persistent. Moving on, carry on. So I know my husband's in second grade. Oh, second grade. Sorry, uh, wrong information. So, um, yes, I did uh, draw Mickey Mouse and Goofy and sent him those greeting cards, right, since third grade or fourth grade to really win him over and woo him over. <laughs> I wrote poems for him, which he said he couldn't understand. <laughs> uh, in all honesty, music has brought us together quite a bit. Me and my husband share a lot of common interests with music. We sing together, we're always goofing off together with music, we sing with our children. We have karaoke sometimes, okay. uh, we do that. And come to think of it, uh, I think music has been something that has kept us together, kept us bonded uh, over the number of years that we've known each other. Mm -hmm. That's great. I'm still curious though. Do you prepare this <laughs> little love fest with flowers? I tried to avoid the question, didn't you? Decorations. I mean, you did a great I, job. But... I actually do. If you see the kitchen, there is a vase that says love. It's red and white in color. <laughs> I bought that and I decorated that with flowers and yeah. put it on the table. So yes, I do that. You do. Wow. So, uh, Vinny, do you feel the love when Life you come is... home from work? I, absolutely. Well, I work from home. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, there's a couple ways uh, I'm always excited and she knows the way to reach to my heart. It is definitely flowers <laughs> and, through, and food and there's abundance of both uh, in our family. So it's always exciting and there's so much love around. <laughs> Under pressure? Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no doubt. Oh, I was dancing on the record. <laughs> on the record. Well, you can always hold your feet to the fire, and it's all on tape. And I love the fact that again, he said something really important that music has kept you together as family, and the fact that you all share that, I, I think, is definitely a beautiful thing. I think one of the things we always have to do as parents is to find connections with our children. Music is definitely one of them. Is this something else that you guys do together as a family that keeps you connected? We do travel a lot. We, yeah. um, Vinny and I both enjoy traveling and seeing places, um, quite naturesque places. We have gone pretty much every place up north. Love fall colors, so we always yes. take a fall trip. 
So traveling is, is one of other common things that we really enjoy doing together. And now I think our kids also love to travel Definitely, quite a bit. Yeah. Traveling is always a break from everything and it's just a reset. There is a, a lot and uh, both electronically, digitally and on paper. Mm-hmm. And they are avid fans of gardening. We Oh yes. We, um, we have a huge garden. Yeah, the entire summer and early fall we eat the produce from our garden, whether it's cucumbers, tomatoes, so eggplants, beans, you name it, we have it in our all the vegetables in our garden. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's our fav- one of our favorite pastimes. That's mm-hmm. great because I think it's so important, I think in this day and age, to be able to get connected, stay connected with your family. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's busy doing all kinds of other things, especially with electronics. Right. It's such a key thing, but when you can actually get away from the electronics and just have some family time and do things that are common to everybody. I think it's important. I'm always thinking about, you know, what can I do uh, with my children or, you know, just with my family so that I can look back and actually laugh. You need those laughing moments and they don't always come by sitting at a device. They come by actually spending time um, together. So I, I love that you guys have these common interests. What is our next song? Our next song is a little bit of a different song. It's called a Sargam Geet. A Sargam Geet is a composition made up of purely notes and there are no lyrics to it. Uh, this particular Sargam Geet is in a rag called Bhairavi. In the entire scale, Sa, Re, Ga, Ma, Pa, Dha, Ni, Sa, the notes Re, Ga, Dha, and Mi are komal or flat. And it's a very, it's a very deep and soulful rag. So um, this Sargam Geet or this song is composed in that. The intent of Sargam, Sargam Geets are to introduce the scale or the rag to the students. Mm-hmm. So, it, like Lamha said, it does not have lyrics, but through the Sargam Geet, you understand the definition of a rag and get more in-depth knowledge of that particular rag. I know Lamha actually sings it, but I'm very curious, would you just sing us a little bit? Oh, of the Sargam Geet? Yes, please. Yeah. Mm, this is how it goes. Yeah. Nisagama padhapa padapanida pama pama panida madapa gapama sasarigama garisa nisagama padhapa Let's go ahead and listen to the song. Sa 
You know what? What is so fascinating when I'm listening to you? There's this a swooping flow when you sing the notes. And I'm just wondering where did that element of singing come from? Is there a history behind it? I'm just curious mm -hmm. about that. In the Hindustani classical music, there is actually a technical term for it. It's called mind, hmm. which is the extension or the stretching of notes and dropping of notes. My first teacher in West Bloomfield, Miss Gita Raghu, used to tell me that think about the note as sliding on a slide instead of going on steps. So she would say it, it has to slide and it has to ebb and flow. And so that's what you see as a wavy format. Mm -hmm. And that's very, um, very signature for the Hindustani classical music. The waves and the way you would stretch mm -hmm. uh, and take them in ebbs and flows. It's the mind is, is what it is. And we are always encouraged as students to use as much mind as possible. Uh, in the singing that will really embellish the song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely does create a feel. And I think as a listener, it just draws you in to this journey, like you said, of ebbs and, and flows, but just really pulls you in. It makes me feel quite emotional. I'm assuming that's the reason behind it? That's exactly it. So the existence of music in this world is to bring out a certain emotion in you. While there are flowy rags that depict a longing or a deeper emotion, there are a lot of celebratory rags mm -hmm. that also have very definite shapes to them rather than curves. So each rag brings out a certain emotion, it's whether it's happiness or fulfillment or sadness or jubilant and you know, uh, ecstatic or lazy so there's there's different emotions that the rag brings out and as uh, Lamha said this particular this little bit that I did in Rag Bhairavi brings out the longing emotion from you that's great folks if you are joining us let me just go ahead and introduce the Raman family today's theme is the Swanandan journey 
the journey through the garden of notes and we are just listening to some amazing and inspirational Indian classical music. Now your final song. Yes, uh, our final song is a song about appreciation towards the teacher or the guru. It says that without a teacher, you cannot become good in anything. Without a teacher, you can't advance in anything. Without a teacher, you cannot excel in what you're learning. And it's really an ode to the teacher saying that the teacher is better and the teacher is what is giving you this opportunity or mm. who is giving you this opportunity. Lamha, do you want to go ahead and introduce it fully? This song is called Guru Bina. It is a bandish composed in Rag Yaman. Folks, let's listen to that and enjoy. Guru Bina teacher in your lifetime who really impacted you and how did that teacher impact you in the sense of where you are right now? For me, uh, my mother is a teacher. So she's a teacher and a singer. My dad was an engineer and a singer. So growing up, I always aspired to be like them when I grow up. In our culture, there's a saying called Pradhama Guru. Guru means teacher. Pradhama means first. So, Pradhamma Guru, first teachers are your parents. 
So she is my most cherished and the most memorable teacher that ever taught me uh, anything. And then we had many, many, many other teachers growing up that had influence in different areas of my life, which is whether it's music or poetry or sports or uh, science. So everybody, every single teacher that I had uh, growing up definitely played a part in um, who I am today. Um, same for me, uh, obviously my first and the best teachers were my parents, uh, whether it was music or anything that they taught. My mother taught a lot of the things that are very artsy, um, so I get my art side from my mom. And my dad taught me a lot of the ways of living, being street smart, being really focused about what you need to do, what you need to accomplish in life, all of that strength I got from my dad. And then I, within music and educational sides, uh, I've had many teachers. I could uh, remember one very specific teacher or a math teacher in school. His name is uh, Nagari Disar, very strict teacher. <laughs> but, um, but I think his strictness and his passion for math really uh, helped all the students be excelling in that subject. And then for music, I obviously had my grandmother, Vinny's sister, who is uh, Rani, who actually runs a 70 or 80 students school in Seattle. Um, she's a classical music teacher. She teaches Carnatic music. I learned some from her. Um, I learned from Ms. Geeta Raghu um, and eventually um, settled down with um, Guruji Brajeshwar Mukherjee. And he's from Kolkata and he's an exemplary teacher. Uh, he uh, really fixed some of our core issues with notes and stability within the voice. I've been waiting to find somebody like that all, uh, all through my life. And I'm, I feel very blessed that we actually fell into his lap mm, yeah. <laughs> and that he accepted us as students because we were uh, quite basic yeah. as, as students. So, and he's an extremely humble teacher. So our journey with him is, is really exceptional. So this song exemplifies how important a guru is, how important a teacher mm -hmm. is in your life to really have a pivotal moment mm -hmm. uh, for you. So I appreciate uh, all the teachers that have taught me, uh, including family members. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. What about you, Namha? Um, for me, it's extremely hard to choose between my parents, my first Hindustani teacher, and my current Hindustani teacher. My mom has really set my core identity and she's really taught me how to be uh, confident, how to be, how to voice out my feelings and thoughts. And my first Hindustani teacher, she set a fun feel around Hindustani music. She gave it a very nice introduction at the young age I started learning from her. And my current teacher, uh, Guruji Brajeshwar Mukherjee, he is, again, he's a wonderful teacher and he's found the little small things in my voice and gave me many wonderful ways to fix those. So all of my teachers have really made a big impact. The words Guru Bina means without a teacher and Guru Bina Kese how without a teacher mm. how could i do this without a teacher how about mr conrad <laughs> mr conrad was my fifth grade teacher he was he was a wonderful teacher he was really the most 
fun and carefree teacher that I've had and it was just a wonderful way to exit elementary school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she really likes Mr. Conrad. Mr. Conrad was my favorite teacher. All the time. Faves. But I think, you know, like, I mean, everything you're saying there is about teachers sharing passion, right? Yes. Those passionate teachers. Yes. We have uh, the, the most important teacher sitting right with us oh my goodness. right now. So most important. Um, which... Um, Having a look at cultural diversity and appreciating uh, the cultural diversity, Ms. Gago, coming to our home, blessing us with your presence and doing this podcast, we are so blessed um, yes. that you know we have you. And Lamha is very fortunate to be growing up in the middle of opportunity and also you know such great teachers around her, shaping her up to be a, a well-rounded, such a gentle, nice person. So thank you so much for everything. In fact, I was, I was going to say um, one little bit. The word lamha uh, means a moment in someone's mm. life. Wow. Yes. Mm. Special moment. And we uh, had great special moments like that. And through those, we started liking a Bollywood <laughs> song, which uh, goes with that, those words. Lamha, lamha. So that inspired us to actually, you know, give that name uh, to our daughter. Uh, and our son, Zubin, is named after a, a classical music conductor, um, Zubin Mehta. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, uh, he's from um, Iran, um, in the Persian area, but he's Indian origin. So it's, it's, all, it's all connected, it's all bringing together. In yeah. music. <laughs> and if you think about it, you asking Lamha to sing a song in the class uh, exposed her music to you and all of this has come together. I mean, you talk about diversity, but her willingness. Tell us the story. Um, so all of my life, like before I started learning with um, Guruji Vrajeshwar Mukherjee, I was singing in my false voice. Uh, with a false voice going up to the higher notes and kind of like breathing the notes rather than singing them full and headstrong and the journey with um the journey with my current teacher um has really set the tone for that saying you should make your voice strong like project right and sing em- in your real voice embrace your falsetto also it's one of yes. the things that he uh, emphasizes is embrace your falsetto that is part of your voice mm-hmm. yeah. so i've been working to i i still am i've been working to sing as little falsetto as i can within singing but i've also been working on just making that falsetto stronger um and I shared that at the end of class. And then I had the wonderful opportunity to sing in front of my classmates. And now here we are. <laughs> I thought it was interesting because she said that I thought, and I love songs. So I was like, will you sing us a song? Uh-huh. <laughs> and she said, sure, I will. <laughs> right? And I think just, again, seizing the opportunity. Somebody else would have probably said, no, I don't want to do it. You know? But she just said, okay, yeah, sure, absolutely. You know, and I think, again, what blessed me was, although some of the students were giggling. Well, that's inevitable. Which is inevitable, but which just exposed your need to experience other cultures. 
and I had to stop the class, (laughs) challenge them to stop, of course, laughing. And said to Lama again, are you okay to start? And she just got up and she carried on from where she stopped. And that really spoke to me as a teacher, one of her courage, but also of her love for her culture. You know, she was not embarrassed, first of all, to stand up and do what she loved, but she was not swayed by how other people were responding to what was foreign in that respect or what was not familiar Mm -hmm. to them. She was willing to stand her ground and just carry on. And that just speaks to her character, but also how you have brought her up, you know, to embrace who she is as an Indian and back again to that roots, that connection to her roots. So well done. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's, that's very, very powerful. Speaks a lot to how you brought her up to just, love her culture and I think that's a beautiful thing uh, before we close out one of the questions I ask all my guests and you're not excluded as much as I'm in your home <laughs> oh you can't be my guest I am in your home uh, <laughs> what does it mean for you to live the candid life I mean you have embraced your culture you have and I'm so blessed to be sitting here listening to this classical music and I really want people to tap into it and just embrace that and really come to a better understanding of what how beautiful first of all Indian classical music is but what does it mean for you to live the candid life let's start with you mom (laughs) my motto has always been whatever you do do it to the fullest Um, don't um, don't do it as a checklist item do it do it to the fullest I keep saying that all the time to my kids whatever you do do it with passion there's only one life you have so give it all give it give it all the passion if you love somebody love them completely all, completely mm-hmm. <laughs> um, write poems <laughs> <laughs> which they don't understand which they don't anyhow understand. because yeah. they're all about the squares and the circles and the triangles that's right I'm sorry I should be saying that I'm, I'm supposed to be hosting you go on <laughs> Be silly, be silly. Be silly, be fun. We are such a silly family. We're just such (laughs) a silly family. Oh my gosh. It's just my daughter says, Oh my god, you're so crazy. (laughs) We're always goofing off, but that's my mode of life. What about you, Vinny? Yeah, I I couldn't agree with Amri more. I subscribe to the same philosophy. You know, lighten up, open your heart uh, to everybody. There is so much um, in common in this world. While we are all different, we celebrate our differences, but if you look inside, look within, you will know that everybody is like us. Just uh, try to understand everyone as you would expect them to understand you, and life is going to be so powerful and happy. Really, just embracing the fact that there there are different things in the world, and there's just... the world is different than what you want it to be so just i i would say honestly to live life to the fullest and just be carefree about um anything that would normally be somewhat of an annoyance (laughs) (laughs) um my mom and dad have always been like they're small things if it's a small thing it shouldn't really worry you so just Open-mindedness really is what has gotten me and my, like, 
journey this far just being open to everything and I hope that I have been I'm not <laughs> sure if that's how others would perceive it but that's what I hope that's good before we um, close out the podcast I'm just wondering is there any way people can tap into more of the Indian classical music or just mm-hmm. find out a bit more about what's going on in the city yeah, definitely. There are a lot of Indian cultural uh, events happening throughout uh, the Detroit metro area, whether it's uh, Troy or Farmington Hills, Canton, Novi, um, Rochester area. There's always events happening. But bringing together all these events in one space is uh, a website called miindia.com. If you go there, it has a listing of all the cultural events that are happening throughout the city. And, uh, you know, everybody is welcome to join them and uh, enjoy some really nice um, classical um, or Indian cultural music. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Amri, Lamha, Vinny, Zubin, Raman, you guys have filled my cup to overflowing today. First <laughs> of all, with a beautiful home, wonderful food and your presence. And I just want to thank you so much coming on the candid life podcast so that's it family that beautiful garden of notes thank you thank you thank you thank you so much so family please continue to listen to the candid life and if you want to connect with me you can connect on live the candid life at gmail.com follow me on instagram at lydia gago listen to the podcast on the popular platforms including afropods and also on YouTube. When you listen to these podcasts, the stories you hear will inspire challenge and empower you to live differently so that you can impact this generation and the next. So until next time, remember your story matters. So live the candid life 24-7. God bless you. Inaendeshwa na Afripods.